day would come I would have to be right still until the whole crowd ate. My mama always said to me, Jim, take a tater and wait Now taters never did taste good with chicken on the plate But I had to eat them just the same That is why I look so bad and have these puny ways Because I always had to take an old cold tater and February 17th, 2024, and time for another edition of Blackbird 9 Saturday Snack Shack. I'm your host, Frederick C. Blackburn. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Trading Post this evening. Tonight's show is called Noticing Patterns with Mr. Dennis Fecho 2. So we're very pleased to have our good friend, Mr. Dennis Fecho, back with us. Uh, and of course, first a shout out to Mr. Richard Carey for having me on the Friday Night Roundtable along with Mr. William Rapellum and Mr. Mike Sledge. As the RBN part weekend help newbie around here, it's always nice to get to work with some of the other RBN hosts. Well, so that was the first time I got to work with Mr. Mike Sledge, so that was a lot of fun. And a shout out to uh, RBN Thought Criminal Live host, innocent bystander, Mr. Stephen Douglas Whitener. Uh, sorry we got your chat room shut down this morning, dude, with our little roundtable show last night. I, th- I think it's called Collective Punishment. Uh, we're glad our Trading Post chat room was able to make your Thought Crime Live chat room refugees welcome until you could get your new chat room up and going. Uh, we think it's either going to be tclsdw.chatango.com, which is Thought Crime Live, Stephen Douglas Whitener, tclsdw, or it's going to be thoughtcrimelive.chatango.com. Once we know the new Saturday morning Thought Criminals Rendezvous site with Mr. Steve Douglas Whitener, we will be uh, posting it in the Trading Post chat room. And again, our apologies, you got caught up in the comedy crossfire there. So, a uh, shout out Dixie Republic for their recent loss. Uh, we're thinking about y'all that, you know, it's so sad uh, loss of a loved one. But anyway, and a shout out to my nephew. Serious Mr. Nephew who called on Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day to wish me a happy Valentine's Day, happy Ash Wednesday. Please call back and leave your callback number this time. The number you called is an old school rotary dial pots line with an answering machine on it. It does not grasp the concept of caller ID. So please call back. Now, tonight's special guest is Mr. Dennis Fetcho, or as we know him, the Fetch, who's the host of long-running Inside the Eye Live radio show, creator of the Criminatus Observer website, Breakfast Club Pathfinder, and Troll Slayer champion of the Overton Window Shifting Battle Royale known as the Tuscan Tussle, where he broke Hasbrat Bob Tuscan on live radio. And that was the first time I ever saw or listened to the fetch. And fun fact, was also the first media host to give me a soapbox with my tale of woe back in 2015. If you haven't ever heard the show, that's still on uh, line, so be able to go check that out. And for the newbie, be opening up the phone lines at the bottom of the hour break so you can call in and tell us what you want to talk about. And that's at Republic of Podcasting, RBN, because you can handle the truth. If you can handle my buckets of hate facts, you can handle the truth. Or to comment 
air, you can call in at 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Or toll-free, 800-313-9443. That's 1-800-313-9443. And as always, you can come out to the Trading Post chat room at bb 9 tradingpostchatangocom That's bb 9 com, And welcome all those thought crime live refugees today. We enjoyed having you. Uh, for the hottest news, the dankest memes, and the best tips on independent living, come out to bb 9 com. The sun never sets on the North Kakalaki Trading Post chat room, but if you're looking for an eye fight, we'd just as soon you go somewhere else. I wonder what Mr. Betcha wants to talk about tonight. The weather, we went from t-shirt weather and sunshine to hard warm rains in the 50s to a dusting of snow on Blackjack Mountain this morning after a night long, uh, a night of rain, that old 40 mile per hour wind monster. Like We think he was trying to play Enigata David all night long. We couldn't quite make it out, but it was quite the epic jam that was a you know, shaking the house all night. Now, the Elk Report, the official North Kakalaki Elk Spotter EX96, that's Echo X-Ray 96 reporting, no elk spotted on Blackjack Mountain to date. Repeat, no elk spotted on Blackjack Mountain to date, but we do have a serious case of mail delivery problems up here on the ridge line that's making a lot of extra work for us when paying the bills. Must be all those diversity hires fixing our postal service like they did in South Africa. End of North Kakalaki Wildlife Resources Commission elk spotter transmission. Or maybe he'll want to weigh in on the big Wataga debate, which was more hateful. Angry black man from Atlanta, Tobias M. Jones, going on a Mad Max terror rampage against white drivers in his semi-tractor trailer's truck in New Boone, echo, echo, echo. Or some kid waving a swastika flag near the carpetbagger chicken swingers synagogue of Satan clubhouse. Or maybe he'll want to talk about the tax funded performance of racist angry black woman activist artist the urban bush women at Appalachian State University Schaefer Center for the Performing Arts Cultural Marxist PSYOP Center and Money Laundering 5G Warfare Operations Center uh, you know maybe he'll want to weigh in on that or maybe he'll want to talk about the recent hires of what to be appears actual white men from this region at Appalachian State University. And they don't look homosexual or Jewish, but they look like actual straight white guys that probably know what they're doing. What black magic trickery is commie carpetbagger sensible shoes Chancellor Jezebel Everts up to with this latest move in her war on heritage Appalachia? Imagine getting paid over $375,000 per year to destroy the mountaineer heart of not only the historic public university, but an entire high-trust white white Christian community in the process. Mayberry in the mountains and turn it into a Kalergi plan, Cloward-Piven plan, overcrowded, high-crime, zero-trust, multicultural cesspool of faking gay global citizens. Or maybe he'll want to talk about how Horn in the West, the old running of outdoor drama talking about the colonization of this area, taming a wilderness out of nothing by those crazy white people, they will be holding their summer auditions this week. 
Uh, it's interesting that this long-running traditional outdoor drama in the Appalachian Mountains is trying to be shut down by the same copy, commie carpetbagger useful idiot scalawags that invaded after 9-11 and started putting on the very fake and gay Todd Liberty Parade groom fest for invaders who hate America, hate the local heritage Appalachian community, but like to be social on the 4th of July weekend with like-minded NPCs. Or maybe, or speaking of fake and gay, maybe he'll want to talk about the long-lost German Hofner 500-1 base of Paul McCartney that was stolen in 1972 is finally being found and returned to Sir Bill, the Jewish beetle. Do you think this recent activity from the long-dormant I Am a Phony group is a signal something is getting ready to happen with the release of the Revelation film that was blocked by Sir Bill's court order at the last minute back in November 2012? And speaking of groomed puppets, maybe he'll want to talk about the recent Jerry Springer 2.0 court drama of Fannie Willis, her Black Panther lawyer for Nelson Mandela father, her lover, the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. The Black Entertainment Network better sign them all while they can for a new reality drama series. Netflix is sure to pick it up. Or maybe he'll want to talk about the modern-day Dreyfus affair with the U.S. House voting to lynch and impeach child of Holocaust survivors and head of the Department of Homeland Security, my orcas, because a bunch of great replacement conspiracy theory believing white supremacists have falsely accused him of letting in all those millions of Kalergi plan, Cloward Piven plan, bioweapons across the U.S. borders. Why must chicken swingers suffer so? Or maybe he'll want to talk about that uppity white guy, Michigan State Representative Josh Shriver, had to be put in his parliamentary place by angry black man speaker of the Michigan House, Joe Tate, for the high crime of tweeting out hate facts about the Great Replacement Theory. Michigan has no place for hate facts and freedom of speech, and the sooner those white folks up there realize it, the better. Or maybe he'll want to talk about the latest $95.3 billion foreign aid package to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan, but no money to secure the U.S. borders. At what point do the international chicken swingers call in the U.S. debt and send in their blue helmets to foreclose on this property? Is usury In usury banking and gambling, the house always wins, and in this case, the house of Rothschild, that is. Or maybe he'll just want to talk about fishing. So welcome back to the Snack Shack, Mr. Dennis Fetcho. And tell me, good sir, what do you want to talk about tonight? He's saying he can't connect here. Okay. Yeah, he was there for a minute. I could hear him. Okay, well, I just happen to have a book of uh, card tricks, and I have on my tap dancing shoes, and so we'll sit here <laughs> and do the usual fun of live radio. This is live radio, people. This is why we pay the big bucks. Uh, no, uh, but while we're here, please, 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 if you can. 
please donate to RBN. I was hearing some very sad things last night that we really need the money right now, that the coffers are kind of low. So if you have resource still, please, please, please uh, donate to RBN and also the RBN sponsors. Okay, so I'm seeing Dennis Fetcho is there and in an active state. He just can't seem to be able to connect. Um, Anyway, so if the producer will just keep... (laughs) Yeah, well, I saw him, you know, he was on... um, Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll just move on, and hopefully he will be able to get this sorted out. Um, but give a little bit more background on the fetch and I. It's you know, the uh, old saying of the people, uh, two people living identical timelines. Uh, you know, it's really interesting how his career in telecommunications while he was still in the states uh, paralleled mine and uh, okay he was saying it was ringing to his phone so let's see here I'm doing dead air. I apologize. I'm trying to pull this up and okay. I just try. Or Mr. Fetcho, are you there? I just tried to add him manually. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We're going out. So anyway, so uh, he had a career in telecommunications, and like me, he not only enjoyed the world of high tech and you know corporate land. You know, he was his career was up and going, uh, and he also shares this interest of the esoteric. And hence, you know, the whole thing with the uh, uh, Luminatus Observer. And the way I first met the Fetch was back in the old days, trying to, uh, I was one of those people that found out about Alex Jones and through the chat room at Alex Jones found out about Michael Rivero. And I was in the Michael Rivero chat when uh, somebody said, you should listen to this guy, the fetch that's on this network called Oracle, right? And so gave me a link. And the the first night I tuned in to listen to the fetch, he was talking about 9-11 truth and, you know, things like, uh, 
uh, you know, the uh, illegal electronic surveillance because he was on top of that. And, you know, that if, and this was, you know, circa, you know, 2014, maybe. I can't remember exactly when the infamous Tuscan tussle happened. But uh, so I'm listening, and all of a sudden, Bob Tuscan calls in and is just determined to put the fetch in his place that, you know, you're not allowed to talk about these things, you know. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Anyway, I'm trying to watch the <laughs> changes backstage where they're still trying to bring the fetch in. Uh, but, so, you know, Bob Tuscan just, you know, up to that point, I had a lot of respect for Mr. Tuscan for his work in the 9-11 Truth Movement because he was a real earlier. But, uh, it, <laughs> Fetch, are you there? Can you hear me? Dennis, can you hear me? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He has connection in Skype. He just can't get into this call for whatever reason. Um, do you want to knock it down and try bring us both in at the same time and be totally unprofessional? Okay. Now, he's going to try to call in. I'm going to give him the toll-free number, or the numbers. So, anyway, so... Uh, like I said, you know, up to that point, you know, Bob Tuscan was very, very active in the 9-11 Truth Movement, embraced the uh, architects for engineers for 9-11 Truth when they first got started. But, you know, he was one of those guys where he was 9-11 Truth up to the point, and you could definitely tell from the Tuscan tussle that, you know, having the audacity to say that Israel was a suspect based on those hate facts and things of who had the motive, who had the means, who had the opportunity, and more importantly, who benefited. And, you know, and he, by this by this time, you know, the Fetch had, you know, pretty much like myself put together the you know, the timeline of, you know, the parlor scene, if you will, of who done it. And it was Okay, Mr. Fetch, are you there, sir? Can you hear me? Now we finally uh, yeah, you're coming through fine. How about uh, how about the other side? Okay, I'm hearing you. Very Can good. You hear me? At least we got you're yeah, fine, dude. I You're apologize. fine. I have no idea what was going on with Skype with that. It, it, you, know, you were there, and then you weren't. But uh, anyway, I hate you missed that. I was you know, singing your praises about how we met at the Tuscan Tussle. So uh, I guess you didn't get to hear any of the opening monologue, then, did you? 
No, I got I got out to some of this uh, domestic politics stuff that I know actually nothing about, and then uh, apparently I got booted because I wasn't muted, and I was actually trying to mute myself. <laughs> you guys booted me. I was looking to mute, but then every time I muted, uh, you went silent, and I couldn't hear you. It's like, well, shit, this isn't working. So anyways, oh, uh, then we just couldn't reach oh. here using your 800 number. So, uh, you know, this is business. you got to keep moving, dude. So uh, we're, we're in through your 800 number. Uh, so, uh, well, the producer tells me that we never booted you, so I'm, I'm sure it's probably something with Skype. We have a history of mysterious technical problems happen anytime we try to get together and you know tell tall tales. Why do you think that is? Wow. <laughs> That's interesting because it specifically said the producer has booted you. Oh, that's so it's, it's okay. On with the yeah. show, everybody. Yeah, let's move on with the show. Uh, welcome, everybody. And uh, if we're coming through too high, we'll try to moot somehow uh, my audio. You know, uh, the producer can mix it down. You sound great to me. You know, you you know for a phone line. I wish we had the Skype connection, but we'll make do with the phone line. So, how you been? Yeah, I hear you had a busy week and great show today. By the way, I really enjoyed that. You covered a lot of good territory there and a lot of good calls. Uh, the uh, the chat room was definitely buzzing, as we say. Yeah, it was humming. It was humming for sure. It was doing very, very well. No, it's been a busy week. You know, I came out of uh, the World Defense Show last week. For those who don't know, World Defense Show is one of the premier defense shows in the world. It's actually held here in Riyadh at a purpose-built facility where they've actually built their own runway. So we had the Chinese acrobatic team. The Chinese acrobatic team came in. We had somebody from the Royal uh, United Kingdom Air Force, Royal Air Force, doing something with their. a Eurofighter, and then we had somebody in an F-16 from, I don't know which air wing, air wing it was, but we had quite a, a extensive number of uh, U.S. personnel there. And, of course, so what else did we have? Of course, we had helicopters and, a, you know, huge air show, basically. You got a five-day air show along with the uh, show itself. So I was there for five days, and we had a great time. Uh, learned a lot, met a lot, and uh then I left for just one day to Dubai yesterday, came back, and I've got this giant tree. You were talking about, do you want to talk about the weather? Yeah, we can talk about the weather, because I came back, and this giant tree that I have in front of my house here, which kind of guards my room during the summer, because, you know, it's Riyadh, so it's very, very hot. It's completely down. I mean, not the entire tree, but like half of the tree, this giant trunk you know, sprout off of that, just collapse. So it's across the entire street, all the way up, almost near to my window here at the house. So it's, uh, we had apparently a storm come through. I missed most of it. It was a little bit of rain when I got in, what, uh, Friday night, but apparently it was a pretty good storm here with winds on Friday. So we kind of missed that. Unfortunately, I just kind of had a nice kind of warm, humid day in Dubai. And then of course came back and then had the kitten give birth right in my bed, right with <laughs> yeah, me. The- Cat report on the kittens. That's quite the story. <laughs> yeah, she literally crawled underneath the, the the mattress. You know, not under the mattress, but under the comforter. I'm kind of taking a nap today, uh, preparing for the show, which was taking my nap, right? And she gives, she crawls in, and she just gives birth. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, man! You can't go find someplace else to give birth here. So I've been kicked out of my bed tonight while the, the while the mattresses dry up and all that stuff, and had to do some cleaning. So she, I, I took the kittens off the bed, and she just literally grabbed them and put them right back on the bed. So I said, "Okay, fine." Uh, I'm kicked uh, out of my bed tonight, so I'm uh, out in the front room 
And uh, she did come out and say hi uh, about 20 minutes ago, just before the show here. And then she took off back to the kitten. So, yeah, it's been kind of an interesting week and a half for sure. And also, I appreciate you burning the midnight oil because not only did you have the show this morning, so it's like, what, four in the morning there? So thanks for setting the alarm clock and joining us. Yeah, 3.30. We missed the first half hour, everybody, but uh, nothing on my fault for sure. Nothing probably on your side, just Skype was acting up. I mean, I see we're almost done with the first half hour, which is kind of unfortunate, so... Where we where where you want to go with this, man, dude? <laughs> well, the whole thing is, you know, what you what do you want to talk about? What patterns are you noticing that you'd like to share with the class? Uh, the main pattern, really, I've been noticing lately is even on a professional level. You know, when you're dealing in my business, I'm in the defense business. I'm in uh, technical consulting business, quality control. Still, I'm doing a lot of that. And when you're in places like a LinkedIn, which is uh, really a professional social media network, I'm still kind of quiet. But the amount of anti-Israeli, anti really Israeli, anti-Jewish um, rhetoric, has just skyrocketed uh, on LinkedIn. And it's been very fascinating. The number of people here that are ripping the state of Israel, really going after a lot of these Western defense firms like British Aerospace and then the Boeing and Lockheed Martin that are playing a key role, of course, and, and General Dynamics would be another one, that are playing a key role in this ongoing genocide of what is happening in Palestine, and it really is a genocide. What they're doing is absolutely un- unconscionable. But for me, I mean, even the Pal- you know the Palestinians have been dealing with it firsthand, you know, for a long time. But so have we. You know, we've been dealing with it for quite some time. You know, they brought out their vaccine, quote unquote, the vaccine, their their COVID uh, death shot, their death wish, and we've been talking. You know, Alex Jones was all over this years and years and years ago, if you know what I mean. And a lot of us had kind of talked about it in passing. You know, they're going to try to put together some type of uh, global totalitarianism and call it public health. And uh, that's the pattern I'm noticing is that they keep trying to push this global health bullshit, saying that we're not ready for another pandemic. And what we're really saying is we haven't been brainwashed enough to accept their totalitarian agenda. And uh, that's still a positive thing. The more they talk about how we are not ready to accept or prepared for another pandemic is their code word to me of saying we are not ready to accept their totalitarian bullshit, which is, again, a positive thing. So those are some of the patterns I'm noticing, the implosion of of, uh, Jewish public relations, um, the destruction of Israel. Uh, what do you call this, Israel's public image in the, in the global, really in the global, even the professional world, like in a LinkedIn, and this idea that we are not ready or prepared for another pandemic, which means we are not literally brainwashed enough to accept their bullshit. And that's uh, uh, some of the key things I've noticed over the past, really, two weeks. Yeah, one of the most in-your-face things, I think, is Bibi Netanyahu keeping a syringe as a trophy on his desk beside his Roman arrows 
that he loves to show everybody that comes into his office there that you know these were the Romans that were here, but you know they're not here anymore. And you know, oh, and let, by the way, let me show you this COVID nineteen syringe that has killed you know millions of goyim around the world, and you know we're getting ready to do the next round kind of thing. So uh, that's one of the things that you know just really strikes me. What was your when you found out about that syringe? Did it hit you like that? No, no, because I've always seen the, you know, at the core of Jewish society, and I'm talking about the at the absolute fundamentalist level, and that, of course, is you go out, you get into these various, uh, you know, sects. You know, there's just so many sects of Judaism when you really break it down, kind of like there might be of Lutheranism and Protestantism in in a way. But you go to that very core sect, and and they are literally a death cult. It is a cult. Nothing more than that. You can call it a religion. We don't give a crap. It's a cult, and it's a death cult. So and it's a you know, revenge shown, death cult. Yeah. Uh, it is a revenge death cult, yeah. And they don't care about anybody, even if you claim to be Jewish. If you're not Jewish enough, which is their core death cult portion of it, uh, they'll kill you, too. Uh, these people are absolutely insane, um, and they are running the planet. Uh, at least much of the Western world. You know, you go into this Kabad Lubavitch stuff, you had Malay out there talking about how yeah. he's ready to welcome the new temple here. Yeah, hold that thought. We're getting ready to go into a break. You're listening to Blackbird 9 Saturday Snack Shack. I'm your host, Frederick C. Blackburn. Our special guest tonight is Mr. Dennis Fetcher, and we'll be back right after these messages. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. 
All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. All right, we are back. You're listening to Blackbird 9 Saturday Snack Shack. I'm your host, Frederick C. Blackburn. I'd like to welcome everyone back to the Trading Post this evening. Our special guest tonight is Mr. Dennis Fetcho, and we're going to be opening up the phone lines here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but first, just one more time, you know, please, 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 if you still have resource, please donate to RBN. Help keep this network on the air. We have to have a voice that can counter this monolithic media of you know, cultural Marxism. You know, we have to be able to poke the you know, holes of truth in there and break down this uh, Solomon Ash group conformity. Uh, mesmer they have working on us. But anyway, so please donate to RBN. Now, if you want to call in and uh, tell us what you want to talk about, you can call in at 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 or 1-800-313-9443. 1-800-313-9443. And Mr. Fetcher, I want you to finish up your thoughts on the rebuilding of the what they call the third temple actually the second temple in my opinion uh, and then we'll start taking some phone calls so finish that thought 
Yeah, you know, we had Argentine President Malay, who's, uh, again, what he's doing is probably good in Argentina. You know, he's cutting a lot of the government bloat, uh, destroying what would then be the administrative state. It's putting a lot of Argentinians, of course, out of business because they work for the government. But if you think about it, that's probably what we have to do in the United States also. We have to take an absolute hatchet uh, to the administrative state and absolutely wipe out, you know, the administrative state, even if it means putting a lot of people on the unemployment rolls. So in that case, maybe he's doing a good job. But the problem I see, or at least the issue, the pattern, if if you want to call it that, is that no matter how you cut it, we keep getting these Lubavitch sympathizers or Lubavitch-sponsored people uh, running governments everywhere. And Malay is like literally almost hand-in-hand with uh, Kabad Lubavitch. When you look at Kabad Lubavitch, you're looking at the settler movement. And when you look at the settler movement, you're looking at Netanyahu. When you're looking at Netanyahu, you're looking at literally a mastermind of genocide of what's ongoing in Palestine today, in Gaza. And then Malay is in Jerusalem just this past week or so, and he he gives a speech uh, in Jerusalem saying that um, he's looking forward to the to the building of the third temple or whatever, you know, you want to call it there. And that means the destruction of Al-Aqsa Mosque. And it, again, it's a death cult. They're like, and I look at all this stuff going on. And to me, it's just a bunch of uh, superstitious, delusional morons running a religion and at the same time running the planet with it. And like the train is just running on, it's out of control. And the only way to stop it is to get these delusional, superstitious morons out of office somehow, any way we can in some respects, before they actually blow up the whole freaking world. They're that insane. And, um, you know, and Malay's just one of these guys that's part of this cult up there saying, well, I'm looking forward to the building of the temple. It's like, you know what, dudes? All your superstitions, your macabre superstitions, they got to go. And people need to rise up and say, you know what, if, if we hear this, absolutely shut them out and tear them down. Uh, enough is enough. I mean, you see what they're doing to Jerusalem. Right. And yeah, this whole thing of their ideal uh, ideology is basically that they are the gods of the planet. And you think, you know, what rights are relegated to gods or the gods? The right to sacrifice, right? That, you know, who lives, who dies, right? And yeah, you know, these people are just a revenge cult. There is no forgiveness in this body, and they are a depopulation death cult, and they are a supremacist death cult, and they want people like us dead because they think they can't have their new world order until people like us are out of the way, right? So anyway, Mr. Producer, uh, let's have Mr. Andy in Texas. Mr. Andy, are you there, sir? Did we lose Mr. Andy? Going once. Did I lose the fetch? The fetch, are you still here? Yeah, I'm just now like bouncing back and forth. Now I'm here. Now he's, okay. So we have Mr. Andy in Texas. Greeting, good sir. Happy Saturday. Hey, well, thanks, BB, for taking my call. Hey, Mr. Fetch, I don't know if you remember me. I've called into your show a couple of times or a few times in the last few years, but not recently. Uh, first and foremost, i got a couple of questions. Can you tell us how other people can get in touch with you? Are you still on Speak Free Radio at 10 o'clock till 1? I'm on Speak Free Radio from 11 o'clock to 2. 
Oh, okay. So you changed. So I haven't listened to you recently because Saturdays are bad. Well, you're day in for Texas. Me. That's the East Coast time. So let's, I think we're talking the same thing, just different time zones. So it's, you know, okay, 11 to Eastern. Yeah. So you're spot on, Andy. So please carry on. <laughs> Okay, no, so the next question is, now you, you said that you're, you, you've been doing, you're, you're working with these uh, military contractors and whatnot, right? Well, you know, what I'm doing is, is more in line with what is, you know, let's call it the nationalist wing of the Saudi movement here, and that is their 2030 program. And what 2030 means is creating a... An environment where the country grows, you know, natively or organically within the country. So what that entails is for technology to be transferred, technology to be mastered, technology to be trained on, etc. And I'm working in this realm. Yeah, you have to mute that part. No, I'm working in this realm where essentially we are working not necessarily with U.S. contractors, but uh, various contractors around the world, let's say, to build even uniforms or uniform accessories or how do we take like a peak cap of a military uniform and how do we make that here in Saudi Arabia? It could be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be these massive weapon systems, you know, like, you know, selling bombs. I wouldn't, I'm not involved in anything that would have to do with an offense. Uh, capacity or anything that actually kills people. I'm not in that world, you know. But uh, there's yeah. much to a military like- that it's very close civilian equally. Yeah, it's kind of like how I was, you know, in the communication part of that. So I was, you know, going and training, you know, Rand and you know military intelligence, naval intelligence, uh, you know, and then all the telecom groups that were providing secure telephone lines and all that kind of thing, like Booz Allen Hamilton, you know, so this you know I think a lot of people just really don't understand how big these, you know, military programs of a nation are. And then how many different compartments there are. So, anyways, uh, well, we need to move on to some other carrot uh, callers. So, uh, what's your follow up, Mr. Andy? Oh, so the last question is: So, have you had any in- interference whatsoever at all? I mean, you know, being in the business that you're in, have have you found any interference with your broadcast and whatnot? Because you're phenomenal. I think a lot of people should be listening to you. Have you had any inf- interference where you've been cut off, or these people have, you know, perhaps uh, threatened you or asked you to stop or anything like that? Are Are you just free to talk? You know what you talk because I know you're you're very free about what you talk about. Yeah, I mean, I've had actually intelligence people in the intelligence world. I know them. They're like heads of the intelligence, you know, in certain countries. Uh, tell me, no, you, you're refreshing. You're, you're a refreshing American. You're, you're American and you're refreshing. Uh, don't stop. You know, you're speaking the truth. Don't stop. Uh, there are groups, of course, uh, in a country as big as Saudi that is, you know, let's just say not as. Anyways, but no, the, the, in short, no. I mean, people have encouraged me to keep talking, to speak the truth as I view it, and there is big support relative to what I say. And and they appreciate an American actually saying it, because very few Americans will 
go out into the open air. We're not targeting, of course, the Middle East market. We're talking the American, British, Canadian markets uh, for the most part, five eyes. And they appreciate the fact that we're doing what we're doing here on the show. So I've not had any interference. Whatever interference we do have, I'm sure would be coming from uh, the Skype people, 8200, something like that. But that's going to be an Israeli issue. And, and who knows? My, my, my problems earlier today could have been just from that. Who knows? So, uh, but All the right. Answer, good answer. Well, hey, good call. Hey, thank, thank you, gentlemen. You guys have a good night. All right. Thanks for calling in. Okay, Mr. Producer, can we have Mr. Chance in West Virginia? Mr. Chance, are you there, sir? Yes. Hello, Beepster and guests. Greetings. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. You mentioned the urban bushwoman. Where the hell is she from? Where the hell is she from? Botswana, Africa, or Newark, New Jersey? My question to uh, Dennis Spetzel. I've heard uh, I've heard the na- your name bandied about quite a bit. Uh, where can one listen to you? I've been streaming honestly, streaming honestly since 2011. I started off with Oracle Broadcasting. Uh, before that, I was doing a show called Inside the Eye, which was the podcast companion to my blog, which was like over a million views for just my esoteric work on the English language. So I started with Oracle Broadcasting. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of Oracle people over there now uh, at RBN, in fact. And then I went over to freedomslips.com for a number of years, and then it just uh, felt a little bad. And now I'm at the speakfreeradio.com. That's speakfreeradio.com, and I I go live now at 11 o'clock to 2 o'clock Eastern on speakfreeradio.com. And again, this is a show that's been around, obviously, for a long, long time. It's well over a decade now. Uh, many, many hosts out there have... Uh, have uh, listened to the show and taken components of it, that type of thing. And so if you do give it a listen, a good try, I'm sure within an hour or so, you'll hear something that you haven't heard before and then become a, a, a listener equally to the show. Yeah, I don't have any of that computer or Internet. Do you have any writings uh, uh, anywhere circulating? You know, you know what? I used to have a ton of writing on the Internet. And then what happened was with all of the band culture, you know, literally everything has been taken down. Uh, you can still go see my work at the theilluminatusobserver.blogspot.com, but that is about it. I don't really add to my website, which is uh, insidetheilive.com, simply because I don't have time. You know, I really don't have the time I used to have, nor the motivation. You build audiences and... Destroy Thanks for it. taking my call now, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for calling in. Good call. Okay, Mr. Producer, can we have uh, Henry in Minnesota? Mr. Henry, are you there, sir? Yes, sir. Howdy, guys. Uh, just Happy to Saturday. Happy Saturday to you, Blackbird. Uh, so I wanted to just mention something about, um, you know, as much as I'd like to be um, optimistic and think that, okay, the, you know, the uh, Sabatine Frankist death cult is running scared, I actually think that there are, you know, this is just getting started. And the reason I say that is because I'm seeing that they're pushing lawfare on us. You know, you're not allowed to question uh, historical facts. Now, in France, uh, Rothschild, you know, Rothschild, Macron, they just put a new law called Article Pfizer. And it penalizes um, you three years or 45,000 euros. That's like 50 grand for questioning or 
uh, seeding doubt on any medical treatments. They're not calling it a vaccine. They're actually calling it a medical treatment or any other medical treatments. And I actually think that, you know, they set a precedent with the, with the hollow hoax. You know, you can't question that historical event. And now you're not going to be able to question not only other historical events, but also whatever they're pushing to the masses, you know, in order to cull the herd, if you will. So I was just wondering what your take on that, on that is. Are you still there, Dennis? And yeah, I'm just trying to move, my, move myself all the time. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with some of what the caller there in Minnesota is saying. I mean, you know, in certain parts of the world now, it's gotten so bad. They're putting laws in place. Like you said, you can't even criticize um, anything, any anything at all, you know. Uh, at the same time, these are usually the last gasp efforts to conduct a turnaround. You know, tyranny only can go so far before there's a turning point, and they're making it to where they want that turning point, and the trick is, is how do we get that turning point to them without creating a ton of carnage, meaning, uh, you know, too much violent revolution, but it's clear that they're a problem. I, as I was mentioning in my show today, uh, same online and where you're going with your thoughts is what we need to do is listen. The, the, they're not smart people. They just have the instruments of state. So if we had the instruments of state, it's the same thing as if we turned around and said, listen, if you believe in the Holocaust and you speak about it, that's a five-year hate crime. And if you call someone an anti-Semite, the first offense is going to be five-year hate crime, probation. Second offense, you lose half your assets. And the third offense, you're going to have to go make your bed of sand, but you're going to have to go pulverize the rock yourself. I mean, that's the type of stupidity we're looking at, but that's... You know, that's what it is. I mean, if you dare question them, they want to punish you in all these myriads of ways. Okay, fine. Then we have to focus on instruments of state. If you dare call someone an anti-Semite, that is obvious hate speech on your part. Just use their own language. Mandatory 50% of your assets get get absorbed, and uh, 50% is going to go of those assets we put into, I don't know, some retraining programs. So you guys stop using that term, and you become educated and sensitive. This type of stuff, that's what they're doing to us. Okay, fine. That, it's just instruments of state at this stage. It's might makes right. And they're, they're, they're assholes. Let's be honest. I, excuse my language. I know you guys are on a, kind of a public radio, but they're, they're something. You know, their lawfare, what they're doing left and right against Trump. And it's like, Trump, you can complain all you want, dude, but we're subjected to this BS all the time. And we have been for over a decade, two decades, decades. And nobody said a word. In fact, he called us. You're not, you don't love Jews enough. It's like, give us a break, dude. We just want to live our life without all these people constantly injecting themselves into our lives. We don't need them to tell us how to think, what to do. Just get the hell out. Go to your little built temple building thing and try not to murder everybody on the way, okay? Something like that. So, yeah, I agree, but I also see that, you know, this has its limits. I mean, look what's going on with the farmers, for instance, inside of, uh, inside of Europe. I mean, it has its limits. People are going to be pushed to the point where they're going to have to respond, and this is just part of that process. Right, and it's interesting to me that in this you know, Judaic mindset, of Talmudic mindset, especially Chabad Lubavitch, it is a death penalty for a goyim to question, criticize, or ridicule 
the rabbis, the learned elders. So you think about that. You know, they have the you know mandate from on high. It gets distributed to the communitarian system, and then they're just there to implement policy. And it's an intransigent system. You're not allowed to you know question it. You definitely can't criticize, it, and you better not ridicule it, or they will kill you. And this is you know the mindset, and you just have to be able to stand up against it. So uh, you know, great call. Any follow up for Mr. Fetch? Before we let you go, we got a few more callers I want to get to. No, take all the callers. No, Thank you, John. Along. I think we made our point. All right. Thank you for calling, Mr. Henry. I hope you have a great weekend. Okay, Mr. Producer, could we have Miss Lynn in Maryland, please? Miss Lynn, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Thank you, Blackbird. Happy Saturday, Hi, everybody. Happy Saturday. Okay, um, your guest is Dennis Fetzo? Fetzo, yes. Hi, thank you. Nice to meet you. Your program that's on Spreak Free Radio, I've been off the Internet since 2017. Is there a telephone number to listen to your program? You know, you're you're not the only one to ask me that. Uh, we've lost a big audience, the trucker audience, the mobile people that just don't use the Internet. And the short of that is, no, I don't have a call-in listen line. And it was one of the issues that stopped me from coming over there because I knew we had a, a, a pretty good audience out there uh, that was doing the, the truckers and the people that are mobile and that are not on the Internet. So, unfortunately, no, I've, I have unfortunately I, sacrificed that audience. Can't help I you. have a suggestion. Anybody? Anybody who's broadcasting on a radio program can get a telephone number. It doesn't cost you anything. And for anybody who has free long distance or free minutes on a cell phone, it doesn't cost them anything to listen. But their personal plans apply, whatever the regulations are or restrictions. But for you, it won't cost a dime. Go to audionow.com. I haven't been online since 2017. I don't look at screens. Speaking of which, it sounds like you know a lot about AI. First off, I want to wish you luck with those kittens because my guess is Mama knows where she's going to be living for a week or two at least. <laughs> um, you may need to find another room or another bed. You know, um, but you brought up AI. I'm actually, you know, most people think AI is just Chat GPT. If you were the expert on that, could you please just fill us all in a little bit? Because my worry is medicine and weapons. Yeah, in that regard, I'm actually not an expert, uh, to be honest with you. The chat GPT, to me, it's a toy. You know, it's basically putting in your prompt and it's going to give you responses. But all it's doing is querying the Internet just like any other search engine. It's going to feed back something in its program to, to give you some answer. And half of the answers are all politically correct and nonsense anyway. So to me, chat GPT is a toy. But, yes, when it comes to building this exotic stuff, I don't know how the hell they're doing it. But, you know, the new video, for instance, making these deep fakes uh, where you can bring in your politician and have the politician speak and it looks like it's real i mean the indian politicians out there the indian latest indian uh, political process they're actually doing that they're using ai to bring back some of these long lost politicians that have long ago died and they're bringing using ai to literally create politicians from the past to endorse the politicians of today um i'm not the expert uh, obviously, I'm worried because if you can't get ChatGPT, to be honest, 
and give you a fair answer, that means that the uh, AI is completely skewed, and consequently it's corrupted, and, and it could then be used for abuse, which I would assume that's where it's headed. Uh, knowing the people in charge, they are not going to let chat, you know, any type of AI go you know, in there against them. So that would be my main concern is that without some type of regulation, you've got a bunch of psychopaths in there teaching whatever, however it works to work against humanity. And I would assume that's what it is. I think there's a lot of experts out there that have this concern equally, and it's something certainly to be looked into. I know Trump has talked about it recently as well. So we will have to see where that goes. You think they would have thought about it, you know, before now, since they've been at it since 1970. Um, but, but you know, let's not regulate it. Let's just have a few suggestions and see how it goes. A little late now, um, because actually ChatGPT is elementary school, um, from what I understand. But I'm not researching that. Um, I got offline when they started running VR in the background of screens because I had researched VR. And I was like, no, 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 your brain doesn't have a firewall. So whatever's going on, just look what's happening to people. They can't think. Younger people can't reason. They can't add. They can't do a math problem. And don't worry, younger ones never have to memorize their multiplication tables. That's just a waste of time. So if we've gone that far, we're all going to end up in a pickle. But I, I hope there's a way sometime you get a phone number and we can listen by phone because I think I'd enjoy your program a lot. And I love you, Blackbird. Thank you very much. Oh, and when so it comes to our pro-terrorism um, rallies, you know, I'm against it. I'm a, I, I always hear you in my head when it comes to supporting the genocide. <laughs> All right. You have a great weekend, Darren. Thanks for calling thank, in. All thank right, you, Mr. too. Fetcher, we are about out of time, so I'm going to give you the last word. So what would you like to talk about for the last word? Uh, well, first of all, I apologize for everybody that showed up for that first half hour. Uh, that was kind of a bummer, but that's that's live radio, unfortunately. Uh, really, to me, I think the last word is let's stay focused on the public relations nightmare of Netanyahu and the Zionists and the, really the Jewish state. Understand that uh, you know all of these Jews are going to be dispersing very, very rapidly if their state begins to implode further. You know, two and a half million Jews have now dispersed out of Israel already, and it's going to only get worse. And with that, is going to become more chaos, more nightmare, because they are going to be exporting their agenda to our nations even more. And so, people, if you really want to know where the troubles go, uh, I know there's disagreement out there, but uh, you know we have to simplify things for the masses. And I think it starts really within Judaism. Judaism is one of the primary problems of the planet today. Really, has been ever since it came on the historical scene as far as I can tell. And uh, it's something that the people are going to have to look out for if they want to actually create some type of space for them to live with some breathing space and what we might call freedom. There you go. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. As always, I really appreciate your work. Uh, anyway, you have been listening to Blackbird 9 Saturday Snack Shack. I'm your host, Frederick C. Blackburn. I'd like to thank everyone for coming out to the show tonight. And until next time, I will see you all at the rendezvous.
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 